seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. My name is Bill Parmentier of W. Parmentier Photography. I'm Justin of Justin Kerr Design. And I'm Alicia with The Spark Social. And together we make up the Marketing Marketing Essentials Essentials team. team. So today we are going to be talking about social media analytics. Yes, data and analytics. So I think people don't look at the data enough. We live in a digital world, right? So there's so much data that's being collected. I think that consumers or rather the marketing experts out there and the business owners who are using social media and digital need to pay attention to the data that's being collected and they can use it to their advantage, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. What would you say to small business owners that they have their social media set up and they have the data available to them, but it's it can be intimidating because it's one thing to look at the numbers, but it's another thing to know what to do with those numbers. Mm. Yeah, that's it's it's definitely true. It can be overwhelming, it can be intimidating. How much time do you spend looking at the data? Because right, there's endless amounts out there. You could spend 40 hours a week just looking at data. Yes, you right. could. So I guess where hey, can, is I'm that? Sorry, can, we, can we clear this up? Because I had this conversation with somebody the other day. I'm sorry, I'm really pulling us off. Is it data or data? Is it tomato or tomato? <laughs> well, <laughs> I believe the correct pronunciation is data. But data has become popular yeah. because of the mispronunciation that was popularized during Star Trek The Next Generation series. Oh, so it's data. Data. Data, data. Data. Uh, data. data is, according to the, what I've read, the oh, connect. Like I said, it was more of a squirrel. squirrel <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know, I don't. Kind of thing, I don't think we're getting any angry emails <laughs> if we say it one way or another. I just always so, wondered if I was saying you, it right. Whether right. you read your data or data, <laughs> they're both important. Right. But <laughs> there's a lot out there because in a digital world, everything is being tracked, and with AI, which is artificial intelligence. Even more data is becoming available to marketers and business owners and able to see what your prospects, your customers are doing online to make. And if you use the data and the insights right, you can use that to make your marketing better. So real high level, I just want to do like a quick overview what I want to touch on today. And when it comes to social media, even without going into the paid side of social media, there are page insights and things you can look at on your social media platforms, all of them, that will allow you to be a better marketer on social media. So that's kind of what I want to highlight today. Okay. All right. So this is going to be useful for small business owners that have their social media up and running. They have the data available and you're just going to give them sort of the highlights of, okay, here's what to look for and here's what to do with it. Right. So we're going to go on the assumption that they already have a pixel set up, the whole nine yards on there. Actually, I'm not even going to get into the pixel today. Okay. Unless you want to. No, Which is, to, for those who are uninitiated, the pixel is Facebook, right? Correct. A Facebook pixel is a piece of code that can go on your website and track who is coming to your website. And you can use that to retarget people and learn more about the audience that you have on your website. Well, you know, we get to that another time. I just, right. I just so we're, we're actually going to look at the the data analytics that are already baked into Facebook, what itself. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. So this is just you don't have to do anything to set this up. If you have a Facebook profile, an Instagram profile, even LinkedIn or Pinterest for business, they all have these analytical 
back uh, dashboards that are available to businesses. So you don't have to do anything to set this data up. It's already there if you already have a business profile. That's great. So yeah. Cool stuff. And, you know, I talk a lot about uh, Facebook and Instagram, but LinkedIn and Pinterest have are they're leveling up like they're trying to meet Facebook where they're at in terms of giving business owners insight as to what is happening on their pages. So so those are to be mentioned, honorable mention for LinkedIn and, and Pinterest on their data, too. But OK, so where do you start? Right. You have a Facebook page. The first thing you can do when you have a Facebook page and what I'm going to do for this podcast is give everyone a rundown on how to find the stuff. So you should be familiar with that insights tab on your Facebook page. Or if you run a group, um, the insights tab will bring you to a back end dashboard where you can see things such as your audience age, where they're located, gender and the times of day that they're frequenting social media. So this is going to help you. Quite a bit of stuff. It is, right? And that's just on, this is right in the insights tab. So actually we can, can pull one open here. Let's look at the marketing essentials, Facebook insights. Is that I'm, a good example? Sure. We I guess we about. probably should do a screenshot and add it to the. Uh, oh, absolutely. We will. Yeah, we'll, we'll make notes. sure that there's some screenshots. Actually, Alicia said she can do a little quick little video just to show everybody. Oh, nice. You okay. know, what okay. to look at and, and where to go to see these. That works uh, for me. Data or data, data, data points. Data. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I, I, I'm going to be sorry. I, I mentioned that, aren't I? <laughs> no, it's, it's a good data. question. It's a good question. <laughs> I forget. Who, I was actually having that conversation with somebody the other day, and I can't remember who it was. So right now, I'm looking at our data and data on the Insights tab on Facebook, and I can see how many people have liked the page. I can see how many people are engaging with our posts. I can see, and this is in the past seven days or 28 days, I can see how many people have viewed our page and how many um, how many people have seen or how many, the reach, I guess, the quantitative like total of how many people have been touched by a post that we've put out there. Now, what do you do with this data, right? Because there's a lot of numbers and like we said, you can spend all the time in the world just digging through data when it comes to the digital tools out there. With Facebook, I like to look at what post did the best that month. So why, you know, why would you want to do that? So well, you can, obviously, you're gonna you would do that so you know what people are getting engaged with, correct. especially with what we're doing within our within our group. We may do different posts that are to, uh, in marketing, but two different areas or three different areas we're talking about. So there may be somebody that's really more interested in visual visual marketing or whatever it happens to be, and that's going to tell you, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm looking at. I'm learning something. I like to do. Yeah, you <laughs> it's nailed a good it on day the when head. You learn something. Yeah. So if you see what posts well, are doing well, then you can replicate them, and mm -hmm. you're learning more about what your audience likes. So on the Marketing Essentials Podcast Facebook page right now, I'm looking at the past 28, 30 days here. Michelle Gerasel, Gerasoli, did I say Gerasoli. that right? Her post did really well, so she resonates with our audience, or the topic did, or there might have been a lot of shares on that. So you can go into the post and see. What the actual interaction? So that's the, were. Actual, the actual podcast itself is probably what was hitting, right? Yeah, it was I, a it was a post it, about the podcast that Michelle did with us on email marketing. Yeah, that's probably a lot of shares. I would imagine. Yeah, guess, but so you can go into that data, and if you see that a lot of people are sharing it, then you can try to replicate that experience again. We also did a post that tagged a lot of people to highlight some of the past podcast. Pod, oh, I can't talk. Podcast. Podcast that we did, and that post did really well. So now that gives me an indication that tagging people can help us. So sure. we should probably be doing that again. <laughs> hey, go figure. Funny how that works, huh? And then we have a picture of the three of us 
and it, we did a one year celebration. Oh, it's a video actually, a little slideshow. Uh, is that the one where Justin yeah. sprayed us with champagne? No, this is the slideshow <laughs> you put together, Bill. So this is telling me this oh, one did. Oh, slideshow I did. Yeah, That's this right. one did one really, really well. It's actually the top performing post in the past Woo-hoo! thirty days oh, by about like triple what our usual reach is. Like our usual reach is like one to two hundred. This post was around seven hundred reach, and the Power engagement was super high. So now, I'm going to need more of those slideshows, Bill. So That's no, what this no data is telling me. Well, the, the slideshow was basically just uh, oh, images of all the guests we've had on thanking them and it included their name with each mm-hmm. uh, face that came up. So my guess is that everybody that was on then shared it on their network, mm-hmm. which gave it an extended reach. Let's see. We can go in there and we can see. So it had, an, let's see. But so just an example, the data that I'm using here is it took me, two minutes to click on insights on my Facebook page for the business. So if you were a business owner, you would do the same thing and you can just look what worked. And so let's see number of shares here. Uh, we had eight shares. Okay. Now load it. Eight comments and 24 likes and a lot of clicks. So that's why, and then the algorithm comes into play. So Facebook is like, Oh, people are liking this. People are engaging with this. Same thing on Instagram. I'm going to show this to more people because Facebook wants something and Facebook and Instagram being co-owned. And so the similar similar thing on Instagram, if there is a lot of engagement on a post, the algorithm is going to start putting it in front of more people. So this took me like two minutes to go in and have that light bulb moment that we need more content like this, probably tagging people, Mm -hmm. more of the slideshow type of thing. So I guess our intern can make some slideshows for us, Uh, right? We've got to... We're gonna have to come up with some pictures or something soon. <laughs> we have plenty of pictures, <laughs> so we're an audio podcast. Where am I getting all this from? No pictures, though. You know, and so from the data side, though, look at these numbers. But for ideas, we'll talk about that off the air. We'll come up with some ideas, Bill. <laughs> so this seemed, and there are other videos on our page, but this one did well. So I'd like to replicate this. Sure. Now moving on to other data or data that you can look at on your Facebook and Instagram page and insights is I can see here what times of day the posts do well. So for us, posting anywhere from like 9 a.m. to about 6 p.m. with a little bit of a peak around 6 p.m. is the best time for us to post. Now, I've been kind of posting our podcast in the morning. Maybe Mm -hmm. I should try releasing them at night. Maybe I should look at our data more. (laughs) See that or we post them in the morning and then again at night. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So there's not a big difference for us, so I wouldn't say – that it's like a, it would make a huge difference, but for some business, so we manage within our social agency um, about twenty something thirty pages. We have the back end access to, and sometimes there are spikes. Like restaurants will spike towards the afternoon and evening as people are making their dinner, like plans and stuff like Makes that. Well, so let me ask you one question. Yeah. So you were just saying that you post our podcast in the morning. Maybe we should try them in the afternoon to see if there's any difference. What would you say is a good length of time to be able to see, okay, is it making a difference? I mean, I'm assuming it's more than just, you know, if you're posting something every day, um, like how many days or how many weeks should you give it to see that there's enough data to tell you, oh, it does better in the afternoon? Mm, that's a great question. Is there enough data? I would say give it like a month. We give our, Facebook operates on a 28-day uh, window for reporting on the on the insights tab, which I'm going to show you guys in a screenshot. So I, I would say give stuff a month before you can rule it in or out. Now, is okay. that a rolling 28 days or is it just like rolling that? 28? Okay. Yeah. So it's always like goes on and on. So mm-hmm. it's including, gotcha. but I would say even though I think that's a good standard two weeks minimum 
when you're testing to look back at the data for almost, you know, if you're trying a new type of post, posting at a different time of day, you want to have, you don't want to try something for like a week and then roll it out because you're not going to have enough data to compare it to your past, your past metrics. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. So what other metrics do we have back here? You can see things like I said, you can click on each post and open it up and see number of likes, number of clicks on the post, shares, comments, things like that. Now, also in the back end, you can tell there's a tab called post types. So if you're doing something that has a photo or a video or a link or just a plain old status, you can see which ones do best. Now, interestingly enough, photo is the highest reach on our page. It's probably because we don't do tons of video on our page. Even though that video posted really well, photo is the top performing post overall on our page. So maybe we should try some more video and see if we can change that up, the slideshow. Could be fun. Yeah. So just, just some stats and data you can look at there. What else can you see? Audience. I'm trying to find our audience tab now. So you go to people and you can see exactly who your fans are. Guess what age group our fans mostly fall in, guys? I would say 40s. Um, 25 to 44 mm-hmm. is our biggest bulk. Okay. Well, yeah. That's a pretty big range. That, that so. is a huge range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was thinking 40s, I was thinking. Is, can you f- adjust the range or does it preset ranges for age? On the insights organically, no. This is the brackets are 25 to 34, <laughs> 35 to 44. I laugh because <laughs> I'm going to have to move to the next bracket next year. <laughs> Darn. Justin and I are already in the bracket of people that aren't listening to our podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're in the bracket that's on the ice flow that's heading out to sea. Yes. No, your bracket is doing fine. It's here. Um, <laughs> we got three listeners, me, you, and one of the guys. Let's see. So, and then the 18 to 24 is is low. Our fans are not, you know, business owners aren't typically 18 to 24. Also, Facebook is less. Sorry, Will, our intern is probably that 0.5% in that age group that we have. And they're also on channels like Instagram more frequently than Facebook these days. So that makes sense. But yeah, that's another interesting piece of data is if you're a small business owner, and I think we've talked about this in other podcasts, should I be on Facebook? Should I be on Instagram? Should I be on both? And because Facebook does sort of skew to a certain age demographic and Instagram to a different one, what's your general advice? Well, I think that, you know, we can look at the data that Facebook, Instagram, or any of these social profiles give us, but you can also collect data offline. So think about who your customer is offline and then take it online instead of like relying on Facebook and Instagram to tell you your age group. I think just use Facebook and Instagram and social profiles to reconfirm the information. Like, so if you, a lot of people already know who their customer is or they have a good idea, then go on Facebook and Instagram to reconfirm and see like, you know, okay, I was right. 25 to 44 is my age group on Facebook and I am getting you know, 18 to 35 on Instagram. But if you know, so know who your customer is before you even go online, I think. Oh, that's a good point. All right. So not using the analytics to tell you who your audience is, but to confirm that you got it right. That you got it right. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Now, it's also interesting. Correct me if I'm wrong. You can pull a lot of Instagram analytics right into Facebook's analytics, or they're starting to become more, um, I'm not sure the word to use, but more in touch with one another because Facebook owns Instagram, correct? Yeah, it's weird um, that Instagram actually, 
It's like, why wouldn't they have everything available on Instagram that they have on Facebook? I don't know. I don't work at Facebook, so I'm not sure why the analytics and data that you get for your Instagram business profile is not as good as Facebook right now. I think Instagram's kind of catching up on a lot of things. It's mm-hmm. weird. Like one of the, the surprising things that have actually started to jump for me, and I don't want to get too far off track, but uh, 360 photos have started to become a big thing for me now. Oh, cool. I have more and more people asking for them. And interestingly enough, you cannot post a 360 video or photo onto Instagram. You can't. Yeah, no, just Facebook. Just Facebook. And you can only do it in the feed. You can't like make it your profile picture. Correct. And you can't, you make can't it do it in a paid ad. Yeah. If you make it as a story, it flattens out the image. So there's limits. There's a lot to catch up. Yeah, yeah, there's limitations. And you're just like, why Facebook? Why? Well, you would think <laughs> it, it, they're all talking to one another. You would think by now they'd figure it out. But hey, what do I know? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they work in different Someday buildings. Meet, like, the Instagram people golf. don't talk to the Facebook people. They don't sit together at lunch. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's the cool kids versus the, the nerds. <laughs> I would it's love like to the, see uh, that cafeteria. It's like the left Twix and the right <laughs> Twix <laughs> building. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> so uh, I'm actually okay. If you're hearing this, Mark Zuckerberg, please <laughs> listen to us and make <laughs> give us more data. We need we, it. So <clears throat> I would say on the Facebook side and Instagram side, take like the end of the week or even every other week if you're super busy. We do it. Uh, we do it all the time for our clients. Like we're always digging into this stuff because we're monitoring the page. But we do a deep dive once a month and we pull a report for the client and put together all their metrics. Like these are your top performing posts. If we're running ads, we can look at like who, what specific age group is uh, <clears throat> liking that ad and, and reacting to that ad. We look at the overall page and let them know what age group and gender they're reacting with. You can see what countries people are coming from. So if you're a local business and you're getting a lot of likes from like Japan, have an issue there. I don't know. Maybe think about where these people are coming from. So I'm looking at our podcast, guys, and we have for cities, uh, let's see, Providence is number one. Pawtucket, huh? Warwick. Right. We got some Taunton friends. All right. Cumberland. That's you, Bill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shout out to EP. Our, our whole one <laughs> listener is me. <laughs> Seekonk in Meriden. Hi. That's me, Meriden, Connecticut. <laughs> Maybe it's my mom. I don't know. And then we have one person. Hi, Alicia's mom, if you're listening. (laughs) One person from India and one person from Switzerland and Guatemala. So I'm not too concerned. It looks like we're hitting our core audience. So we speak Farsi. It's not Farsi. (laughs) What's the Indian language they use? Um, Where in India? Yeah. I think it depends on the part of India, right? There's there's different dialects. I think what it is uh, for some reason, Farsi you know, keeps I don't want to say something and, and be stupid. But anyway, so yeah, I'm, so I'm pass like on not that. cultured, so don't ask me, me questions. I, I, about several other. things ran through my head. I'm like Urdu, no, that's not right. <laughs> Hindi, no, I don't. So I, we're gonna have to look this one up. But yeah. anyway, I'm just saying, have we translated into that? No, <laughs> no. translate our podcast. We but, are not there yet. <laughs> but Alicia's yet. point is that we seem to be hitting our demographics because it's centered around. Well, it makes sense. Rhode Island and South. Eastern Massachusetts. Even the ages demographics that she was just talking about, think about it. Most of your business owners are going to be within that age range. If you're younger, they aren't thinking about starting a business at that point for the most part. Right. And then you start getting past the, the late 40s and people are starting to really start to think about the tail end of their career unless you're us. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> just, just gave me this look like, no. <laughs> no, I had a discussion this week with somebody about you know, careers and lifespans. And we decided that tail end of the career was, had a negative connotation. Oh, is that so why I get She suggested, uh, what'd she say? Uh, third stage third or stage. Third, oh, third act. I know you're talking about. Now, third, third act, act. Yeah. Um, <laughs> of your career rather than, you know, 
you're somehow in, I, in like the twilight of Can your, I be in the intermission of my career? Sure. <laughs> Take a break. I, I mean, listen, think about it. I mean, I know we're getting a little off track here, but, you know, people are working longer and longer and longer. It's not unusual for someone in their 70s to be continuing or even starting a new career. Yeah. My, my photography assistant, he's, he still works full-time days, and he's already passed age to retire. Right. I mean, so, I mean no yeah, I think the whole notion of like, oh, you're in the twilight of your career is nonsense. You can keep working until you drop over. Who can well, afford if to you're a millennial. Who can afford gonna, to retire anymore? Yeah, anyway. right? right. Especially in New England where all our listeners are. So back to the data. <laughs> yeah. Should so. we like cut that off? <laughs> uh, I'll let you decide that. Uh, this is a podcast about the golden years of living. <laughs> I'm not even close yet. <laughs> we're the we, golden girls group, of marketing. My millennial group, we're the old millennials. We're never going to retire. We, we're not getting anything. <laughs> we're not getting any retirement yeah. benefits. Social what? <laughs> so anyways, there are a lot of jobs in data, guys, if you're looking for some extra. Good, good job trying to pull us back in. Right. Though, well, no, the, que- the question that I wanted to ask you, because you, you said once a month you go, you do a deep dive with your clients. Yeah. And, you know, we talk to a lot of small business owners and there are a lot of DIYers out there. Mm-hmm. So if they wanted to do a deep dive to really look at the numbers, what kind of time commitment are we talking about? 30 minutes, an hour. <laughs> Depends on how many social media channels you have. I mean, a whole nother side of it is website analytics and stuff like mm. that, which we'll get into at another point. If you're running a podcast, you have analytics there. You know, So there's data everywhere. There's data on every single thing you're doing online. So if you're running paid campaigns, you can break it down to like per campaign. But I think just for like the organic side and the overall just profiles, half hour, hour tops. Each week or or each day? Uh, at the end of the month. I think each oh. week take like 15 minutes to go into the back end and just look what's working because <clears throat> then that's going right. to allow you to produce <clears throat> some more content. If you see you have a lot, say that you have a regional business and you see that a lot of your activity is coming from one state, start tailoring some stuff to that state. So for instance, you know, if it's a Massachusetts, Boston area, Post some stuff about the Red Sox or the Bruins. I heard they're doing well. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> yeah, they're still doing well. Okay. So, you know, that's going to give you something that will allow you to resonate. Yeah, right? So that's the next thing. What do you do with this data, right? Okay. So just looking at the data, maybe 30 minutes a week is, is plenty. Okay. Yeah. And then... And you can do it on your phone. Okay. So that's great. So that's a, that's a pretty low threshold. Yeah. But then... Now, knowing what to do with that. Okay, you've seen the data. You understand what the data is telling you. And now you have to do something about it. Mm-hmm. So taking the data from beyond social media and you can apply it to your overall marketing, you can also just make sure you're resonating with your audience. So let's start with that. So you have certain age groups. You have people from certain locations. You have people who are interacting at certain times. All this in with certain types of posts. So try to create certain types of posts, posts at the best time, and post for that audience. What stage are they at in life? Where are they located at? What are they resonating with on your social media profiles? And speak to that. I think a lot of times, you know, if you go back to the Donald Miller, we're not the hero in our own story. Our right. audiences. Right. So use social media and that data to understand more about who they are and what matters right. to them. That works. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And you can apply this stuff offline too. So if you see that some type of content is doing well, you did a quick post on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn and you got a lot of likes or comments or shares, make it into a blog instead of the other way around. A lot of people spend a lot of time making these blogs 
and then they see that the content isn't taking off. So start with some snippets and see what people react to. Sure. You know, and take that take that data from, you know, come up with a whole bunch of blog topics, see what post does best, mm-hmm. and then go into making a oh, that's, blog I series. like that. It's, it's uh, like setting up a little it. trial balloon there to see like what people yeah. respond to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the data is there because LinkedIn will show you too how many people viewed a particular post and interacted with it, even on your personal profile. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to have a business profile on LinkedIn wow. to see that. Okay. So yeah, I'm a I'm a LinkedIn uh, funky. I guess I don't do well with LinkedIn. <laughs> the funky. Yeah, I just I, I just never was able to hook up the LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I mean, I I do it because I need to do it, but I mm-hmm. just I don't know. Yeah. So, and it is, it can be, it can seem intimidating and overwhelming to get started on looking at these data and, and the stats there, but 15, 20 minutes a week, and you can do it all from your phone because every social media platform has an app that you can go into. So I'll do like a screenshot from desktop and, and from like mobile so you can okay. see how to access it. So, yeah, I mean, so would you suggest at least picking one social media Avenue at first? To, to study the analytics on, if you don't have a ton of time, because I'm thinking, you know, somebody may not have an hour and a half, two hours a week to, you know, do Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. And it could be cumbersome at first to, to navigate through if you're new to finding like the yeah. dashboard and what to look for. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Start with the social media where you tend to be the most active. Yeah. And look at the sense. data there. All right. What else do we want to say about data? Well, I think also mm-hmm. applying it offline, looking at, you know, what, what you can take to your other marketing blog was one example. Okay. You, also, you, said, you said offline now. Are you saying away from uh, away from uh, traditional online, like in-person meetings type of things? Or are you talking? Yeah. I mean, if again, if you see that some type of content is resonating or your audience is located in a certain area, mm-hmm. maybe it's time to host a seminar about that event for that age group in that area. Cool idea. So look at it that way. Uh, if you're thinking about using traditional media, then look at what type of videos are doing well on social and maybe do like more professional video to host on your website or even if you're doing you know paid ads or tv stuff like that so sort of recapping what we've covered so far 15 to 20 minutes a week to actually go in and look at your data on facebook or instagram Mm -hmm. that's roughly per channel but yeah per channel okay so and a channel is you know facebook's a channel instagram's a channel correct but let's say you know hypothetical small business owner he's got Facebook as his main channel. So yeah, 15, 20 minutes. 15 minutes per week to go in and look at the data Mm -hmm. and then be able to understand that data and say, okay, uh, this is who my audience is. This is the kind of content that's resonating with them. They're responding to this kind of content. And so maybe I need to put out more of this kind of content. Oh, and they're really not responding to this. So So I can back away from that. that. So some pretty easy changes that you can make. And it's not a huge time commitment. No. Now, some people still may be intimidated and go, Ugh, I just can't be bothered. So what do they do? Hire an agency. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I smell a plug coming. I just, I, I, I just gave Alicia a softball right over the place. Right. I mean, so that, this is what we do. So for instance, like we have... Well, a- my, my follow-up was, okay, so what is the advantages of hiring someone like you versus doing it yourself? Yeah, it, it's... I mean... Either way, if you have the time to do it, I think it's just good to be involved in your marketing. Even if you hire an agency, you should know these things because interactions happen off of social media. So the more you know about your customers, it's just the the better. You can't run a business and not be involved in the marketing. That's just not how it works. But if you hire an agency, they can, instead of you having to dig through these dashboards all the time, 
they should be sending you reports saying these are the types of posts that worked. So we're going to find more for you like this. So for instance, we had a client who posted something that really pulled on the heartstrings. He went pretty much viral and he, he, uh, targeted, it was targeting the elderly. So what we did, we saw that this type of content worked really well. Like he reached millions of people and he's just a local business page, but he hit the nail on the head and it was the simplest post ever. So what we did was we went out and we came out with a whole strategy of other things that would pull on the heartstrings and target that people, that audience, the baby boomers who have aging parents or people who are elderly. And we were able to recreate the content and come up with a long-term strategy that resonated with his audience. Nice. So, and just in a disclaimer, so uh, just a quick note, this is just the organic data. This is just what you get on your business profile with Facebook and Instagram. Okay, and now LinkedIn. let's just take a minute to explain organic versus paid. Right. So paid is the flip side. When you're doing ads, you get a whole new set of data. And I don't want people to think that I didn't touch on that because it's as important too. However, we could do a whole nother podcast on like sure. paid data. So I just want to like be specific, specific that this is the organic non-paid content data that you get from your facebook.com insights tab. And on your um, Instagram, you can go also, I believe it's called insights. It's a little bit more watered down on Instagram. LinkedIn, uh, you can see right on the post as well, what posts are performing it's your dashboard organically for insights because paid is a whole nother side, a whole nother level of data. And believe it or not, on the paid side, you can learn more things about your audiences. There's more benefits to using paid because you get a deeper dive if you set up your business manager. So for instance, if your page has, I think you have to have about a thousand followers, you can start to see things like what political parties your followers align with, what sports oh. teams they care about, and what searches they're doing on Google what pages on your website they're spending time on. So this is a whole, that's a whole other side of data that I didn't get into today. But I mean, wouldn't it be cool to know like if they like, like the Red Sox or the Yankees, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause then you could know whether or not to dump them as a client. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know? wow. you, you can know who you're going to offend before you post it. There you go. It's good to know you so, guys don't have a problem losing clients over or something like on that. On the paid side, I actually had a client. So we had he has a good page and he he swore his customers were more he he had a political slant for his business and to an extent, and I'm not gonna get too much into the details, but he swore his customers were more to the right. We're looking at his analytics and we're seeing who his customers are following on Facebook and Instagram. And we're like, no, his customers are not where they thought they were at all. So that could be detrimental to his business because right. he's actually not speaking the same language sometimes. That's a really good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and not all businesses are political, but it's important. I mean, most businesses aren't political, but oh, it's important yeah. to understand your yeah. audience. And but maybe you could, you could make a, a comment on your Facebook page that pegs you in a certain political realm and that could hurt you if your audience isn't aligned with you politically mm -hmm. or, just or, like, or even socially. Yeah. Or, or it gives you an idea. Maybe I should just stay away from pol politics altogether, which we highly recommend most of the time. But it also like, it just gives you an idea as to like, say your audience is following like a lot of professional speakers and like John Maxwell type people versus your page might be following more like the Bruins and Tom Brady. And now you know that your page is more like into the entertainment or versus like a John Maxwell, like, Gary V, they're more into like the entrepreneur, like high level, like business stuff. It gives you an idea how to speak to people. Sure. Definitely gives so, you the insights into that. Yeah. I'll show you guys an example of that because it is really cool stuff. 
But again, that is more on the paid side and right. the analytics. And on we, your we can do manager. another podcast on the paid side. Well, we have oh, yeah. t- we have touched it in the previous podcast, but it wouldn't hurt to go back again. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about the whole paid Facebook ads thing. So let me see if I can sum this up. Yes. Because if I can sum this up, that means... What are you going to do with your was, business page, Justin? I was paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that the importance of data has to do with knowing who your audience is. Okay, You have a social media channel that you're using to market your business. And if you don't know who your audience is, you may be marketing to the wrong people or you may be marketing incorrectly to your audience. Mm -hmm. So the data tells you who your audience is, what they're interested in, and what they're responding to, to what you're posting in your channel. And it just either confirms or it tells you you need to make a change. 100% correct. I would say that social media is about being social and that's about people. So the data with social involves with knowing your audience to the best extent possible. You sum that up perfectly, Justin. Yay! You passed the quiz. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> well, it's one of those things where Quit if I ahead. could, <laughs> if I could understand this, then it was you know it was clicking, it was making sense, uh, you know. All right, gotcha. So. <laughs> I spoke to my audience correctly today. Yeah. <laughs> Resonate it. All right. Well, thanks for walking us through all that. And we will we'll put some screenshots up in the show notes so people can see some of these places on the back end of Facebook that you were talking about and where they can access their data. And I guess that will wrap us up for this it, episode. It does. It does. It does. Excellent. So until next time. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us today. And as always, you can find the back episodes of our podcast on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find us on our YouTube channel. Both of them are the Marketing Essentials team. You can find us on the web at marketingessentialsteam.com. And if you subscribe through our website, you'll receive a weekly email and letting you know when each episode has been published. Also, you'll receive a link to subscriber-only content. You can also find us on Facebook and our private Facebook group. Just search Little Roadie Marketing Support Group. It's a great place for other marketing professionals and business owners where we can share marketing advice, challenges, and general trends. Hope to see you there.